Then the, <coughs> then the text continues that Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he continued. ثم أفضل الناس بعد هؤلاء علي وطلحة والزبير وسعد بن أبي وقاص وسعيد بن, وسعيد بن زيد وعبد الرحمن بن عوف وأبو عبيدة وعامر بن الجراح وكلهم يصلح للخلافة ثم أفضل الناس بعد هؤلاء أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم القرن الأول الذي بعث فيهم المهاجرون والمهاجرون الأولون والأنصار وهم من صلى القبلتين. He said, رحمه الله, then the most excellent of the people after them were Ali and Talha and Az-Zubair and Sa'id ibn Abi Waqqas and Sa'id ibn Zayd and Abdurrahman ibn Awf and Abu Ubaidah, Amir ibn al-Jarrah and all of them were suitable for the Khilafah. All of them were suitable to be the Khalifa. Then the most excellent of the people after them were the rest of the companions of Allah's Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the first generation amongst whom he was sent, the first Muhajirun and the Ansar. And they are those who prayed towards the two Qiblas, the two directions of prayer. Shaykh Fazan said in explanation, meaning the most excellent of the companions after the three Khulafa are the rest of those ten who were given the glad tidings of paradise. And they are those whom the author and his saying all with choosing the Khalifa after him when he was dying. He appointed a shura, he appointed a consultative council to choose the caliph so that the matter would rest with those who remained. Because each one of them were fitting to be the khalifa. So he referred the affair to them. So they chose Uthman, radiallahu anhu. Uthman, uh, Omar radiallahu anhu, when he was passing away, he chose those of the ten who remained alive, he chose them to form a committee to choose from amongst them who would be Khalifa. And they did so, and they chose Uthman radiallahu anhu. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, he's saying, Al-Qarnul Awwal, the first generation. He said, from the most excellent generations. And they were the generation in which the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was sent and they believed in him and the word al-ashab companions is the plural of sahabiyun the word for a companion sahabiyun and a sahabi a companion is and he gives a definition of a companion man laqiya nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mu'minan bihi wa mata ala thalik that's the definition the correct definition of a companion sahabi Whoever met the Prophet ﷺ as a believer in him, and he died upon that. Those three things. One, he had to, all those three things to be a companion. Someone who met the Prophet ﷺ was a believer in him, and he died upon that.
Sheikh Farzan said, explaining these, these points. So a person who believed in the Prophet وسلم, but he did not meet him, then he is not the companion. Such as An-Najashi, king of Abyssinia that is, An-Najashi. He is counted as being from the Tabi'een. He lived, as a side point, he, mean he lived in the time of the Prophet وسلم, but he was in a separate land. He heard about the Prophet وسلم, and he believed in him, but he was not able to get to him and meet him. So Sheikh Razan said, so therefore he's counted as being from the Tabi'een, the successors. He said the second point, and as for one who met him but did not believe in him, then that is not, he is not the companion. Because the mushrikeen, the people of shirk, and the disbelievers met the Prophet but they did not believe in him. And the third point he mentions, and a person who met him and believed in him but then left Islam, apostatized. Then his companionship is annulled, is rendered null and void. He met the Prophet in his lifetime, believed in him, but then afterwards he left Islam. Then that person, his companionship is rendered null and void. If he dies upon apostasy, if he died upon that, he, became, he left Islam and died as a disbeliever. As for if he repented, then Allah accepted his repentance and his companionship is restored. I mean, someone who believed, met the Prophet believed in him, but after the death of the Prophet then a person left Islam. For example, followed the, the false Prophet Musaylam or something. Left Islam. But then Allah guided him again and he came back to Islam. Then and died as a believer. Then he's counted still as a companion. Sheikh Fazan said, and therefore, Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, he said in his book, An-Nukhbah, his book regards the sciences of hadith, An-Nukhbah, he said, in definition of a companion, Man laqiya al-Nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mu'minan bihi wa mata ala thalik, wa law takhallalat riddatun fil asah. Ibn Hajar said in definition of a companion, it is whoever, or he is, whoever met the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he died upon that. Even if apostasy occurred in between in the correct saying, in between his believing, his meeting the Prophet and in between his dying. If apostasy came in, but then he came back to Islam. In the correct saying, he is still counted as a companion. Meaning, Shaykh Vazan said, and they give a reference to that, al-Fikr, with the explanation of Mullah Ali al-Qari, Shaykh Vazan said, meaning, in the most correct of the two sayings of the scholars. The second saying is that it abolishes his companionship even if he repents because apostasy renders deeds which are before it null and void. You know, a person in that situation who was a companion in the time of the Prophet in the time of the Prophet believed in him then after his death he left Islam but he came back to Islam. Allah guided him he came back to Islam. In the second saying he's not counted as a companion anymore but he's counted as being a tabi. As we just saw, Sheikh Fawzan said, and Al-Hafi bin Hanshi said, the most correct saying is, he's still counted as a companion. Then he said, <coughs> his saying, Al-Qarnu al-Ladhi bu'itha fihim, Al-Qarnu al-Awwalu al-Ladhi bu'itha fihim, Al-Muhajiruna al-Muhajiruna al-Awwalun, wal-Ansar, wa hum man salla al-Qiblatayn. The first generation, those amongst whom he was sent, the first Muhajirun and the Ansar, and they are those who prayed towards the two Qiblas. 
and the first and foremost early Muslims. He said, the Muhajirun, those who emigrated from Mecca, the Muhajirun have precedence in mention over the Ansar. In wherever we find in the text of the book, in the Sunnah, we find the Muhajirun being mentioned first, always you find them mentioned first before the Ansar. He said, so they have precedence in mention. So this shows that the Muhajirun have, more, have greater excellence through the excellence of performing hijrah, migration, in Allah's cause, in the cause of Allah, the mighty and majestic. Because they left their homelands and their wealth. And Allah, the majestic and most high, mentions the Muhajirun before the Ansar in many ayahs. Just as he, the Most High, said, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارَ Surah Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 100, with the explanation, and the first and foremost ones from the Muhajirun and the Ansar. And he quotes the second ayah, لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانَهِ وَيَنْصُرُونَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ Surah Al-Hashr, the 59th Surah, Ayah 8, with the explanation, for the poor and needy ones from the Muhajireen, those who are forced out from their, their homes and their wealth, they left seeking the bounty from Allah and His pleasure. And they aid the religion of Allah and His Messenger. They are the true ones. Up until His saying, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّعُ الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانِ Surah Al-Hashr, the same surah, ayah 9. With the explanation, and also those who resided before them in Al-Madina and believed. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning the Ansar. So he gives precedence to a mention of the Muhajireen over the Ansar. And he quotes another ayah where this occurs. He said, لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَى وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ Surah Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 118. With the explanation, Allah certainly guided the Prophet and the Muhajirun and the Ansar to turn to him. Shaykh Fazan said, this shows that the Muhajirun have greater excellence, they have more excellence than the Ansar. And the Ansar is the plural of Ansari. And they are the believers from the, the tribes of Aus and Khazraj. The Ansar, they are believers from the tribes of Aus and Khazraj, the people of al Madina those who gave the pledge to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at Al-Aqaba and just before the Hijrah, the pledge of Aqaba in successive years. He sallallahu alayhi wa migrated to them and they aided him and supported him and sheltered him and sheltered the companions radiallahu anhum along with him. He the Most High said with regard to them, the Ansar, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّعُ الدَّارِ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَّةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصَةً وَمَنْ يُوقَ شُحَّ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Surah Al-Hashr, same surah, 59th surah, same ayah, the ninth ayah. With the explanation, And those who resided in Al-Madina before them and believed, they love those who emigrate to them and they do not find in their chests any resentment on account, on account of what they have, had been given. And they give precedence 
to them over themselves, even though they themselves were in need. And whoever is saved from the avarice of his self, then they are the successful ones. Sheikh Fawzan finished by saying, to begin with, they were called the Ansar. To begin with, they were called Al-Aws wal-Khazraj, the tribes of Aws and Khazraj. Then when they gave the pledge to the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa to aid him, Nusra, he called them Al-Ansar, the aiders or the helpers. I mean the aiders of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.